I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, is this going to be the intro from hell? What are we doing, Rami? Rami, are you disengaged? Are you disengaged with this intro right now? Uh, okay, I'm actually really pumped about this. So the title of the episode is How to Engage a Disengaged Manager in Your Development. I'm going to get meta here for a second. It's funny because Shannon and I usually like one of us will take the lead on an episode and it's like, oh, this is a Rami episode. It has nothing to do with anything and he's going to try and tangentially make it somehow related like, oh, you're going to talk about Lord of the Rings again, Rami? Okay, let's see Let's see how this could make any sense this time. And then Shannon's like, okay, these ones are hyper-focused. <laughs> this is a question someone just asked me about their work. And uh, and I'm always, like, very excited for Shannon's because I'm like, oh, I, I have experiences. Uh, I can add things to this. And Shannon, when she gets mine, she's like, I don't know what half these words are. And I don't know who <laughs> what these is people a golem? are. I don't, I don't know what a golem is. <laughs> So I'm actually very excited. I think this is something we've had, I've experienced, I think a lot of you guys have hopefully not experienced, but I'm sure most people have experienced this, which is how to engage a disengaged manager in development. And I think the big piece for me here is it's not that the manager is a bad manager. Sometimes good managers are very bad at development, and sometimes mm. bad managers are very good at development. Good point. They just happen to be very bad managers. Yeah. And so it's this one is really specific to they just are not very good with my development, and how can I how can I fix that? And so I'm excited, Shannon. Walk us through it. Yeah. So again, this was a, a question that I received in a workshop lately. Are you guys noticing a theme in the side hugs lately? Uh, and the question directly from the audience was, how can I open a dialogue with my manager about my career development when I think that I'm ready to advance to the next level, but there doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency in assisting in my next move? Uh, and I freaking love this question because honestly, I do whole workshops on this exact topic of not necessarily a disengaged manager, but I call the workshop like how to own and drive your own career because like it's not up to your manager. It's up to you. But first... Let me go back and say, I have so much compassion for people who are in this position because I have been there before and it was one of the best lessons of my career. So the backstory is I remember when I really wanted, I probably told the story before, but I'm going to tell it again. We maybe have even done this episode before, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, I remember when I wanted to be promoted to being a people manager so bad during my days at Target. I was sure I had the skills and I even had my manager on board. But the problem was that her boss did not agree that I was ready to be promoted. And he was pretty disengaged in my development. Like he just was like, oh, yeah, that chick that's training for the Ironman or whatever is like, yeah, I don't think she's really engaged because she's racing an Ironman right now. So like, whatever, I'm not going to worry about her too much. (laughs) And so I'm going to walk you through like exactly what I did step by step. So I want you to get out a sheet of paper. Pause the episode. Pause the episode. Go get a sheet of paper. Yes. Get a writing utensil. <laughs> yeah. This is you guys are gonna get the exact solution here. I need you guys to 
get a piece of paper, and we're going to write these things down together. Yeah, like seriously. Um, okay, so on that sheet of paper, we're going to have it be the landscape orientation. I'm even telling you the orientation. And at the very Hamburger, top. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> at the very top of the sheet, I want you to write your next career goal. So, for example, in my in my sheet, it was become a people manager. And now I want you to make three columns below that. The first column is going to be, what skills do you need to succeed in that next role? So for being a people manager, it was uh, assessing talent. It was influencing others without authority. It was um, talent development. It was managing a P&L, whatever it is. In the second column... I want you to, to like really give it some thought and think about specific examples of how you've demonstrated that skill recently. So influencing without authority, I convinced my buyer to go with XYZ inventory strategy. I have no mm-hmm. authority over this buyer, but I got them to agree to do it. So you're going to do that. Actually think about the examples. Then I want you to assess if you are red, yellow, or green for that skill. So, like, maybe you're yellow for influences without authority. Maybe you're green for talent assessment. Maybe you're red for talent development. I don't know. Whatever it is. So, just kind of like a quick stoplight version to just get a lay of the land. And then in the third column, I want you to write down ideas that you have of how you can continue to build these skills in your current role. Even if you're already green, even if you're like, no, I kick ass at influencing thought authority, I'm green, therefore I don't need to do that anymore. That's total bullshit. You need to keep doing that in your current role. Okay, so you've made this pretty little one pager, right? And you can beautify it, like go make it into like a a slick PowerPoint or Canva or something for your boss or your boss's boss in this case. Now take that worksheet and go have an actual dialogue with your disengaged manager about it. This is the shit that people don't do. And I want you to ask a few very specific questions to your to your disengaged manager. First, do they agree with the required skills list that you wrote in column one? Is there anything they'd add or take away? Second, do they agree with how you self-assessed your current skill performance in column two? Do they agree you're green with influence without authority or do they think you're red? Why, why not? Like actually have the hard dialogue about that. And then in the third column, do they support the ideas that you've come up with on how you might build the skill in your current role? So this is literally the exact thing. I made it up and now I get paid a lot of money to do workshops on this, people. So, And you're getting it for free in this podcast episode. Uh, But this was the exact thing I did with my boss's boss, who was pretty disengaged in my development. And because I took the time to do the self-reflection work and the self-assessment, he finally saw like clear as day on paper that I was ready for promotion. It was like, it was like, I don't know, like he had black colored glasses and like he didn't know or couldn't see the same examples that I was listing of like how I had demonstrated those skills. And it was like, now he saw and he backed me to interview for the, for the next cycle. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen in your case. It might, it might not, right. You might have some really hard, but meaningful dialogue with your manager on where you disagree about self-assessment and on where they need to see you to grow. But like, how wonderful that finally you're going to begin talking about it 
and they're no longer going to get to be disengaged because you first took responsibility for the self-assessment process. There's a lot of talking. Rami, what do you got? <laughs> no, I love it. I think the big thing here is, to Shannon's point, like if if you do have disagreements, that's great. Because yes. at least they're like wanting to invest in you, which is, seems like is something that's been lacking, right? Like we talk about this as like a way to get promoted, but it's almost like how do you get someone to actually care when they're not caring about like what you want to do and how you want to progress and how you want to be challenged. And so I think if it's here are the things that I think I, I, uh, the ideas that I have to build that skill in my current role. And they're like, no, I don't think you're ready for that. Then it's like, okay, how do I get ready for that? And when does that opportunity, when that opportunity arises, like how do I make sure that I am ready for that thing? And so I think if anything, this shows like, you are so overly invested in your development that you just need them to give feedback. It's not even exactly. like you're like, build this out for me and, and rate me and do all these things. Exactly. It's, I did it. Do you agree with my colors? Do you agree with the things that I'm, I'm thinking I need to be doing? And do you agree with what I want to do for the next steps? And I think it's at that conversation, like the worst conversation you could have is someone saying, okay, I agree and I'm not going to do anything. The best conversation you could have is someone saying, you're mostly there. I think we need to focus on this. I think we need to do that. And here's how we're going to make that happen. And then and then you're ready for that next role. And I think they are much more invested. And people in leadership roles love being able to be the one to come up with the ideas a lot of times. So if they get to add things to the list or add additional things yep. and they get to feel like it's their idea to push for that thing, yep. it makes them feel really good. So I think being really open with this and not thinking of it as like concrete, but thinking of it as like Play-Doh yes. and, and going in and saying like, here's what, here's the little shape I made, but let's mold this together and let's see where we can get to, I think is, is going to be really important for you to succeed in that because development is such a hard thing and getting feedback, I think, is difficult. Everybody I know that is very comfortable with feedback still doesn't like feedback. Yeah. I love yeah. feedback, and I still am uncomfortable every time because you just don't know. Like, y you have a vision of yourself, and you are hoping the mirror reflects that, but the mirror isn't always going to reflect that. And um, being open to the idea that, you may not be where you think you are, I think is really important as you go into these things. Yes. Because that's going to help you develop. Like, that's the whole point. The whole point is, I didn't know that I was missing a piece of armor. Thank you for telling me that. Now, how do I fix that and get that piece of armor? Yes. And I would say in in having this conversation myself in different situations and in coaching clients to have these conversations, there are two things that often come up. The most common that I see is that they missed a skill, that they listed out the skills, but then their leader's like, no, 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 but there's this thing over here. So for example, I remember in my case, it was influence without authority. I didn't even have that on my skills list to be a people manager. And and my boss's boss was like, uh, yeah, you're going to need that. And that's the thing that I need you to start working on. Mm -hmm. So it's usually like that there's just a blind spot that you're not even seeing or thinking about. Or um, the harder situation that maybe we should do a whole different podcast episode on is they're not even you're not delivering results where you are right now. 
And so mm-hmm. they're not willing to even entertain this conversation about whether you have the skills for the next job because you're not even meeting the skills for the current job that you're in. So be mindful of that and maybe be mindful on timing of when you choose to engage a disengaged manager in your development. Make sure you're delivering great results before you sit down and have this conversation because otherwise you might not even be able to have this conversation. Yeah, and I think we touch on that a little bit in the how to start a conversation about salary growth. Yeah. Like timing pieces and thinking about all that, but we can save the rest of that for another day. We will. All right. I hope this was helpful for you guys to think about. Um, Again, if we go really high level, create that one pager, list your goal at the top, break it into three columns, skills, examples, and uh, ideas. So what skills do you need? What examples do you have of how you've built them in the past? And what ideas do you have where you can continue to build those skills in your role today? And go forth and have a really rich, meaty dialogue with whoever you need to dialogue with about your development. Go develop. Yeah. With that, we would love for you to connect with us on LinkedIn or Instagram. And I didn't think about what I want them to connect with us on. I guess let us, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do too, actually. I'm going to pivot this and say email us at workplacehugs at gmail.com if you want the actual template for this. Because I have a template that I can give you if you're like, I thought I understood, but I don't understand. Email me if you want the template. That's how you can engage with us from this episode. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. (laughs) 